guys, welcome to our today's podcast episode. Here is Maria with you and Stephanie from the podcast Klartext, where we are looking into extremely interesting topics that we want to either solve because they are problems or they are very good questions that we want to have answers to. My name is Stephanie, and I'm very much passionate about developing businesses and people, and some people even say I'm a nerd when it comes to that regard. So all topics such as communication, time management, people management, but uh, really everything in work and life is something that's of interest to me. Hey, and I'm Maria. I'm a startup founder, and I'm obviously passionate about um, startup life. I uh, mentor a few startups, and I'm especially passionate about sustainability um, and any technologies that do good um, to our planets um, and um, especially using new technologies like AI, automation and robotics. Uh, so Stephanie, last time we were talking about uh, planning fallacy, right? Yeah, right, absolutely. Uh, so what are, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, that's a very good question. And, uh, you know, I have my notes over here, uh, obviously, still getting used to the podcast thingy. But um, what's, what's very interesting for me is when I have a chance to coach executive managers, but also those who are still early on in their career, always different topics come up right? Um, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with coaching, but in a coaching session, we go very much in a very focused manner about it. So you have a clear question, a clear goal, a clear object, uh, ob um, objective that you want to have solved, right? Um, and one of those things is finally you have this idea or different ideas and you just want to have this done, but you don't know how to get started, um, and then, you know, with the New Year's resolutions, for example, you have this huge list of things you want to accomplish throughout the next year, and you just don't manage to get done any of those, right? Um, and so that's funnily enough, really a, a topic that I come across a lot in coaching sessions. So I thought it would be interesting to look a little bit deeper into what holds us actually back to get stuff done. And what can you expect from today's episode? Well, we'll be looking into what's stops you actually to get stuff done so we will be sticking with yourself and not with other people what prevents you from actually doing the things that you said you would be doing we'll also look into a couple of potential blockers just to get some ideas that maria and i are going to share what maybe blocked ourselves in the past but of course um, going forward what we want to achieve today is that you get a couple of questions yourself that post the podcast you can use to reflect and so when the next situation happens where you realize oh i wanted to get stuff done but i didn't do it you can actually use this frame with a couple of questions in order to make it happen the next time so um, at the very end hopefully you will have a bit of a framework at hand a little bit more of a clarity based on what we know in our experience and just a couple of thought-provoking questions that hopefully help. We hope that you very much enjoyed today's podcast episode and let's get started. Yeah, Stephanie, and when I was actually preparing for today's episode, I was actually thinking of examples that I can share where I couldn't get stuff done. And, um, and at first I was like, couldn't find any, but you know why? I think it's because our brain has a tendency to remove them and block as a failures, but I do have quite a lot. I now thinking more and more, yes, there are definitely situations that all of us don't get stuff done. 
And I also think that knowing you for many years now is that you are an extreme problem solver. And I think you mentioned this also in our intros of, of our podcast. When you see a problem, you just like to get it done. You like to get it solved and you're always focusing on the future. What can I do now? So you're letting go, at least as from my experience, letting go of the past very quickly because that energy and that time you rather use on something you still have under control and you get, can't get done, right? That's a very rosy picture. <laughs> <laughs> Maria says, I, I, I have very rosy way of talking about her, but if you knew her the way I do, you would do the same. So exactly. So, I mean, all of us obviously have done some things that we, or we would have loved to have some stuff done that we didn't get to do. I, for example, of course, I have a couple of things, uh, be it, for example, a wedding video. If my friend Julia ever listens to it, she knows what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. Um, so there is a couple of things. Oh, let's say going through my my images, my Google images, right? Um, I have so many pictures and I would love to edit them, but it, you know, sometimes I do them, I edit them relatively quickly, but there's so many of them. It's just overwhelming. And I've even deep dive into asking experts, experts, how do you do this? How, how do you do this time efficiently? Because I don't want to spend hours on it, but I actually like to have this done, you know? Um, and at some point, it's also the question, let's say, for example, the taxes, right? Am I actually the right person to, to do this? Or is that something I can delegate? The thing is really, um, there's so many different blockers that could be the reason of why we don't get stuff done. And it really is different to every unique person. Yeah. So when I coach someone, one of the key questions I ask, what is actually blocking you? Yeah, it's step number one. If we look in the past, give me a concrete example. What did you do instead? How did you feel? What was different? And then give me an example of where you actually did get some stuff done, right? Um, what was different? Did you feel differently? Were you in a different environment? Um, what was your motivation, whatever the task is that you wanted to do? And by exploring the specific situations of when you get stuff done and when you don't get stuff done gives the step number one, which is clarity. Clarity is the key of everything. And it starts with asking a lot of questions to get really crystal clear on what the situation actually was. And that aspect is really different for everybody else. So Maria, I'm not sure if you want to share something at this point and you can say, no, we got it out. But is there something uh, that you have in mind of a situation where you, you got stuff done um, and how did you feel? But then also was there a situation where you felt, okay, I think there is something um, I did not get done in, uh, at that time I wanted to, to do or so fast as I had planned. Sure. When you were talking about clarity there, I was thinking, oh my God, this is all about our podcast, <laughs> Clartex. That's why we call Clartex. Yes, it's so true. Yeah. Um, right. The examples that I, uh, I mean, I got stuff done. Uh, well, good example is building my own company. I was talking about it for a few years, but I was preparing at the same time and I took a plunge, quit my job and, and started building it. So that's a good example of actually doing it instead of just chatting. And something from my personal life that I've been delaying for a long time is repairing my drone. You might laugh, but I am a keen drone flyer. So I have my little friend that I like to fly when I go on a snowboard or ski trip. And um, unfortunately, it hit a tree in Finland last year and sort of died. So I... I did like the small, made small steps to repair, right? I bought the special screwdrivers. And then there was another blocker. I, I didn't understand how this assembled. So I watched all these videos. Then I didn't have soldering kit. I got a soldering kit. And all this kind of 
steps delayed and delayed and I get more and more frustrated. And now I'm at the point when I just want to throw this drone away, even though it's costing a fortune. Wow, okay, fantastic. And um, I'm sorry to hear that this poor little baby drone is supposed to be gone to the trash. <laughs> um, and the question really is, I'm sure you were, and I'm not going to quote you because I haven't asked you if, if that's okay, and it will, probably would uh, def definitely be longer than 15 minutes. But the question, for example, that you could ask yourself, um, this one is, I'm sure, I'm 100% convinced that with other topics that you did get done in the past, there were moments of frustration too. There must have been somewhat. And then if you look back, okay, is that really the frustration that's blocking me or is it something else? Or when I was frustrated, okay, what helped me in the past to still move forward and to still get it done? But now we are already kind of like in the next phase. So number step number one is number one, you need to have clarity about the situations. And everyone is not postponing everything in life because otherwise you wouldn't even have finished school or these kind of things. Well, some people haven't finished school. That's a different story. And that's also okay because you have chosen something else that was more important to you. But the second step after clarity is the game plan. So now that we know what's blocking us, what's our motivators um, or demotivators, so to speak, we can then explore, and that's what I do in coaching as well, we can explore a game plan that helps you to counterbalance what prevents you from getting stuff done. And again, it really depends again on what is your demotivation, what is your motivator? Is it that you feel you have to have a more brighter environment because it inspires you and every single time you were so productive when you were sitting in a coffee shop oh interesting then maybe with that task let's say taxes in my case it actually worked this way so i can give this example so every time i was sitting down at home and i needed to do the taxes i was so frustrated but i knew that for example with journaling or brainstorming or getting stuff done in a coffee shop for some reason i was way more productive and I was like, hmm, if it works for other things, maybe it can also work for taxes. And for me, it worked. So I literally took my tax uh, topic into the coffee shop, ordered a very nice hot chocolate and very beautiful food. Um, and uh, that by itself was a strong motivator for me. And I just got the taxes done. It was so fast all of a sudden. It wasn't this huge amount anymore. It just went very fast. Right. And so what I do in coaching, I really explore, sorry, yes, explore what is it that that helps you to get something done? Yes. Sorry. No, that sounds amazing because I absolutely agree with you. It's uh, not about like about coffee shop for me, but it's about changing location. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I deliberately go in a different room, right? If I don't want to go to a coffee shop, I have my desk, I have my beanbag, I have like all these work locations and they uh -huh. help me to, you know, start working. Uh -huh. um, yeah definitely I, I just wanted to yeah, express that i do agree with you that really that's, helps that's really interesting and um and uh so you you have different locations in your house even right not only outside but within your house you have different situations yeah and do you know i mean that's maybe exactly. a bit personal but i'm so curious right now so do you have specific uh, workstations for for a different set of work so let's say for example brainstorming works best on the beanbag I or something like that I do. Yeah, you know, yes. they actually say that um, you kind of the most creative when you lie down or at least you sit and relax. So I use my uh -huh. beanbag to brainstorm and, and do some creative work. When I have to do some calculus, I obviously, I, I stand usually. Or when oh. I talk, I, I prefer to stand, but it works for me. It might be completely different for, for other people. Oh, that's absolutely uh, amazing. Thank you so much for sharing it. 
And yeah, well, sure. The other thing that works for me, uh, and maybe because I'm a, a, a kind of a strange person this way, I like box ticking. That, box uh, ticking. Yeah. So you have a checklist and then uh, how does it look like? Literally my biggest motivator because as humans, you know, we're happy to, com to accomplish things. So I have my daily um, sort of, uh, I don't know what to call it, like a, a piece of paper. Sometimes I use a software, I use like Google tasks as well. And I divide all these tasks into four categories. One mm -hmm. is work-related. So everything work-related goes there and it's like box, tick, 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 tick. Then the rest, everything sports-related. So I, I like the sports, I do like my morning routine, my evening routine. Uh, if I work from home, I make sure I walk around during lunch. So this should be fixed as well. Probably sound like a very boring person, but anyway. No, absolutely not. <laughs> the other, the third section for me is uh, education because I do my, I like learning languages. This is something like fun. I'll do Duolingo mm -hmm. there and uh, playing chess, et cetera, et cetera. And the last category, um, the projects are kind of related to work, but not related to work. So it's volunteering, it's uh, networking, it's attending webinars, um, something serious. It's kind of um, self-development, I call us. So you've got different categories for, let's say, health, uh, which is movement, and but also personal development, um, but and also very much focused related tasks, like whatever this job just needs to get done. And so job, career, personal development, sports, and all these kind of things. That's fantastic. That's actually, and you probably couldn't have known, but um, there's um, a personal development guru, let's say this. Um, I mean, there's many out there, right? But one of them is called Brandon Burchard. And he literally developed kind of like a daily planner. And some of you who are very much into personal development might actually know this planner. It's huge. At least the first version of that was huge. And I bought it. It was amazing. And it has, um, of course, it has the daily hours, you know, so that if you can plug in what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. But it also asks very interesting questions. What do you want to get out of the day for your personal life? What do you need in order to be energized? Um, what do you need in order to feel connected to friends, family, for your social life? So by asking yourself the question, what's most important for us today or what's most important for me today, it gives you also always a fresh idea of what do you need to, uh, to make time for? Let's say, for example, but that's a different podcast topic, actually. But what do you need to do to make time for? How can I ensure I make enough time for, let's say, sports, nutrition, friends, and so on and so forth to keep a healthy balance? But what's a healthy balance is a different coaching topic altogether. But anyways, thank you so much for sharing. But yes, having a kind of like a diary, having a concrete uh, plan in your case and having concrete action items on what it is that you want to do um, that that can help so feel free to to try this out guys if, if you're listening to this um, i remember from a previous previous conversation with you the tick boxing a uh, box ticking has also another um another value for you right it's a, it's not only a list the, the one thing you're looking at me with big eyes right now, but but Maria told me is that it uh, gives her a lot of energy. So when she ticks off oh. a box, right? She, that's <laughs> like if, if the one thing frustrates her that she doesn't get stuff done, right? With the, with yeah. the little, uh, what's it called again? The electric device. Um, oh, drone. The drone. Yeah, I'm sorry. You guys must think I have nothing to do with technology. So the drone frustrates Maria now because she cannot get it done, but the, she cannot take the box over and over again. She cannot take this box, but for her, it's super interesting to take this box. It gives her energy and motivates her so she can have more energy to do even more but that excuse my french damn drone prevents her from doing more things because she cannot take oh, the box <laughs> stephanie 
Stephanie, you were frozen. You were frozen for like 10 seconds. Oh no. So is it me or uh, I I don't know. Okay, it doesn't matter. We'll cut it. We will have to cut it and then we see what what happens. Sorry guys, so if I was frozen, hopefully you could still hear me and but not see me. So um that's so, a shame yeah. because I, t- I said something very personal and private about Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I missed that. It was about the box connection. ticking. The box ticking. It was just it makes you happy, you know, and if you cannot take yeah. a box, it doesn't make I, you happy. I do agree, but it's not only about me. It's a lot of people. You feel energized when you do that, right? Uh, yes, you're, you're not the only one. That's for sure. Like for me, um, I mean, uh, a befriended uh, psychologist and also NLP trainer, um, Owen Fitzpatrick, he, for example, says as well, how can you have the best day in, but it's a different podcast, but how can you have a perfect day? Start some, start small, right? Like do, for example, your bed, because then you can tick off boxes, so to speak, mentally, which then in turn makes you happy. It energizes you for the rest of the day. Um, but yeah, so where are we at this point? We are oh, at can this I actually point. add something? Sorry. Sure. Can yes, of course. Because you By the way, this podcast is not going to be 15 minutes. I think it's going to be longer because it's interesting. Oh. <laughs> Go oh in the career. <laughs> All right. Just be in boxes, like ticking boxes, obviously uh-huh. energizes us, but mm-hmm. all these boxes should be linked to a higher goal you have for all these uh-huh. areas it's not Absolutely. just like creating stupid like box just for the sake of taking it right it's just let's say health if you do this this you might be training for a triathlon or you might be just you want to be fit or you want to i don't know um spend like 700 k- uh, calories every day right whatever your goal is all these boxes should be related Absolutely. And we should totally do a podcast on how to set goals, what is important, how to link, like make it a long-term, medium-term and short-term goal, how to then transfer it. I think that deserves an entire separate podcast, um, though. Thank you for sharing. Um, so where we are with today's podcast is how to actually get started to get stuff done. So number one, become very clear on what's personally blocking you um, and asking yourself a lot of uh, self-explorative questions um that are just um where you can be as honest as possible but also compare to situations as i said where you were successfully completing something right so compare it what was different in the other situation um you can even go as far back as when you were a kid right because kids we don't lie we're so brutally honest and and when our energy and motivation kicks in we just get stuff done and we can learn so much from our younger selves then the second part is to create a game plan that's unique to you so yes there's a lot of recommendations out there like checking the boxes or you know starting with the with a small thing in the beginning but what i always realize is like a recommendation only works as well as um, as you actually implement it and the blocker of getting something executed and implemented is your intrinsic motivation And what I've learned in coaching people is I've tried, trust me, I've tried to make recommendations. I've tried to give tips because I have many tips to share, right? But every single time I shared something, it didn't work. But whenever a person came up with their own ideas and you know what, it usually looks very different. Yes, some people come up with checkboxes, some people come up with God knows what, but it's always something unique and differently to them. And that's when they have the highest chance to actually succeed. Plus, they will feel good about it. And the third thing is they feel empowered because I don't want to make anyone dependent on my opinion. I want them to be, when they face the situation the next time, I want them to be able to solve it themselves. And so the next phase is actually what Maria is a superstar in, execute the play, right? So the game that you created, the game plan is execute, execute, execute. And don't be afraid of failure, which is in a podcast possibly, possibly for, for example, and have fun with it. 
because um, as Maria will, will be plenty of, she can share plenty of this, there were so, there will be, you will be failing quite a bit, a lot actually, right? And some things can be frustrating, but that's perfectly normal. So just have fun with it and experiment with the different things of your game plan. And then when you have implemented it and you see, okay, something worked, something didn't work. Okay, what worked, what didn't work? What do you want to do more of? What do you not want to do again? You know, maybe the old stop, stop, continue reviewing. Um, and that's the beautiful part is that it's a life is an entire experiment over and over again. And the more fun and joy you have with it by also seeing it as an experiment, the easier it will be not to get frustrated. Um, so number one, clarity. Number two, game plan. Number three, play the game and then review and adapt your own game plan to your own unique um, identifiers, right, in your own situation. That's kind of like a summary of it. Um, what I do want to get into at the very end is something that Maria mentioned as well, is what if you have tried so many different things, you had tried different game plans, you went into coaching and so on and so forth, but you still don't get it done, Right. Is there maybe a time to let things go, Maria? Good question, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, I actually would like to find the answer myself, right? Like, because sometimes, like, when you work on a new business, right, you put a lot of effort in, but it's not working. It's not working for you. It's not working for your partner. Maybe you should stop motivating yourself and actually quit. And is it okay to quit? Or maybe not. not. That I, yeah. What do you think? So I think it's, again, uh, we try to always answer one question uh, or cover one question at a time per podcast episode. And also, when is the right time to quit or should I actually continue or should I let go is a beautiful topic we can look into next time. Um, again, it won't be surprising for you if I say my answer will be it depends and it's unique to, to everyone, really. Um, maybe a small hint to this one if you want to explore this further. It's does whatever it is that you want to do still bring you energy or is it only draining your energy? And it's not related, as Maria said, to any of your bigger life goals. Um, yeah, so that's anyway, so that's that's my my part for today's podcast. I hope you found it interesting. And Maria, is there any kind of like thought or question um, or, or best practice you like to share? Because I know she always has best practices. Oh, gosh, I just shared my best, <laughs> best, best box taking, box taking process, as I, as I call it. Um, so do you think that, um, I mean, it's just, a, uh, I don't know, a rhetoric question maybe. Are there some people who actually can't be motivated or anything can be learned as a coach? Yeah. So is the, is the question if I can motivate people to do something or is it can I motivate myself to get things done? No, it's just in general for, for people. Like, uh, are there some people who are not, um, kind of able to change their behavior and adopt and actually get things done? Is it a, a personality kind of trait? Because it might be a disorder and is it normal? Or what, what, what can you advise to people like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, thanks. It's a very good and great question. So from coaching and I'm an ICF uh, certified coach, ICF just as a background, it's International Coaching Federation and there's certain criteria and lots of training to go through. But uh, one of the criteria, we only coach people who are number one coachable, which might answer your question. And number two, when we coach someone, we know and we only coach someone if you truly believe that person can achieve whatever they want to achieve. Generally speaking, from my experience, everyone can achieve whatever it is that they want to. Of course, if I say I want to be a millionaire tomorrow, 
make it realistic. That's a different story, right? What's the most important aspect for whoever that person might be in terms of motivation, figuring out what is actually driving them, right? What's what, mm. because they, they are motivated about something. Yeah, it might be not the thing that that you thought that would be motivated about, but something will be motivating for them. And when we find out what is the motivator, also the demotivator, everybody can be motivated because we all make decisions sooner or later. And that comes origins from some some sort of motivation. Right. So it's about figuring out what is the motivational driver for every unique person. I know that you know that, too. In business, you know, some people are very much motivated by, let's say, money, financial incentives, but only to a certain extent uh, and up until it pays sort of the bills. So they don't have to worry about it. And well, let's put it this way. Some other people who work in sales, usually they are highly motivated when it comes to money. They always shoot for the money no matter what. Um, but that other people are intrinsically motivated for something else, the, the bigger good, sustainability, doing something good for the world, or they are motivated because they want to learn about new product developments or learning some new technology. So that's what I would be saying. And if the person is ready and they want to get stuff done, I'm not sure if I'm answering your question. In the coaching, I would literally ask first, okay, in your life, when you did something, what made you most proud? What motivated you? What would you love to do more of? But what are also things which you just feel you don't want to do them, right? Or you don't do them at all ever. Like what's what, what's preventing you from doing it? What do you feel? You know, what's your thinking? What's what's your emotion there? What do you associate with that? That's a really great answer. Make soul sense, <laughs> loud and clear, like, like Clarotex. <laughs> I actually can add, you know, like according to the research, uh, the salary in the US that makes people completely happy is 60K uh, per year, $60,000. Oh, the ones they go uh, and get 70, 80, it doesn't motivate them to put more hours anymore mm -hmm. because they there's no balance between their personal life and work. Aha. Uh -huh. So they say, okay, if I have to put in, like, they might want to have more money, but they will not trade in more of their lifetime in order to make more money because uh, the time that they have is more precious to them. They want to spend it on other things. Yeah. And I think it's important for all of us to understand, right? What makes us tick, what motivates us, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe we don't want to do this work anymore because we we're happy with our salary. We don't need this next promotion, right? Uh, but because we want to focus on something else, on volunteering and oh, my family or anything. absolutely drone, the drone. I want to focus the on drone, drone exactly. What would motivate you to fix the drone? <laughs> or maybe you can delegate it. That could be an option too. <laughs> Thanks. I was thinking about us. <laughs> well, okay, then that um, that brings us to the conclusion of today's podcast episode, which was about how can I actually get stuff done and how can I get started? What's blocking me? And a little bit of a framework, and we'll try to post it under the. Um, under the podcast, I think it's possible to a notes or something. Just think about number one, get clarity of what's blocking you. Number two, create a game plan that's unique to you. Number three, execute the game plan, have fun with it. And number four, adapt, adjust, and then uh, correct the game plan and start again. Um, well, thank you so much for listening to today's uh, podcast episode. It was for sure a lot of fun for me. How was it for you, Maria? It was amazing. Thanks for driving yourself. That was brilliant. I already found, I mean, got a few tips for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, me too. For me, I'm talking with Maria and that's uh, the origin of the podcast. Overall, we left so many voice messages to each other on an, uh, on an app, right? And we thought, why don't we do the same thing, what we shared with other people, because maybe you as listeners are also interested in. Perfect. So coming to the conclusion, I would say stay happy and stay healthy. healthy.
Woohoo!